That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome to Bat Force Radio, the Batman slash DC podcast with no limits. Man, we got a lot of sausage up in this motherfucker tonight, so we're gonna no tariffs, no tariffs either. <laughs> no tariffs, a lot to talk about. Let me get the panel out of the way. I got Grandpa Batman over from Texas. Swaggy G. <laughs> Bat Force Tom over in sunny California. Six nine Takashi all day. Oh shit, Legends Lego Batman also California. Kiki, do you love me? Get the fuck God. out of here. Get get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> Jamie, could get him out of here. <laughs> Robin Cross up in Canada. Did we lose yeah, Robin? Robin died. Robin yeah, died. Crickets. He got crickets, crickets, he got crickets. too offended about that Celine Dion uh, comment. Uh, I know. I, 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 was, I was still oh. muted. He's <laughs> eating. He's <laughs> eating. He's <Yep>. eating. <laughs> Fucking. I didn't realize, didn't realize I was still muted. Oh, oh, shit. You better believe us tonight. We got teasers from over Rockland, New Jersey. Believe us! And also from New Jersey, we got him first time. We got the slam dunker himself, slam dunk Dave. Yeah. Dude. Dude. The time has come. The time has come. It's about to get dope in here tonight. Uh, but he's not in Jersey right now, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a road trip. Dope trip. Over in, yeah. Yo, over Quebec, in Quebec City. Quebec City. He's over here filling up our country. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's probably impregnating it. <laughs> I felt something. Yeah, just si- siphoning up that free health care. <laughs> next, uh, next time you come over, can you come over a little more slow? <laughs> I just want to know if you're wearing the Batman cow. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> come on. The, that hat. the dope night returns, baby. All right, so um, we're gonna talk. The, we got a, a couple of these guys. Obviously, we're on, we're on the ground from San Diego Comic Con, so we're gonna talk a little more about that because there's just so much going on. But first, uh, a lot of a lot of shit going on today with um, collectibles. Prime one Pre-order. released the Batman Who Laughs third scale statue, and uh, that might be a record. It, it's I think the deluxe edition might have sold out under an hour or right on an hour. Um, and there's been so much, like I said earlier, there's more hype around this thing than Grant Hill in the nineties, man. This thing is crazy. So, uh, um, <laughs> legends, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> hey, I could have very easily missed this drop. I was at work earlier. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the group chat, I was literally in the middle of a ambulance radio call mm. when I got the text on the hip. Oh shit. <laughs> then I checked the watch that it was live, so I had to sim- simultaneously give orders while pre-ordering this. Let just like let someone go in the cardiac. Oh rest man, just- <laughs> it's a, it, it's good that you're able to focus on what was important. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. for those who aren't familiar with Prime One Number One and also the Batman Who Laughs and Number Two, the type of statue this is, who wants to fill that in a little bit? Man, I've never seen anything like this before in my life, man. 
anybody reads Batman comics or recently, um, you know, the Batman Who Laughs is pretty much Hellraiser meets Batman wrapped in one as far as imagery. He has three and, and a, a little a little Judge Death in there too. He goes around from the Dark Multiverse with three Devil Robins on chains. Now four, including Damien. The thing about this thing, this character is that visually alone, it's interested so many people because throughout the board, you have the comic book people or the collector people who are not even familiar with the story. Wanting to get this collectible or, you know, whatever with this character. But also the horror fans are super interested in this character as well. So, so there's just a lot of hype around it. The imagery alone is just... I mean, what Prime 1 did with this thing is just a work of art. The detail, the paint applications. and uh, I mean, that's evident in the price. This thing was going... For, the deluxe Which is? One, deluxe was... Which is like gone. I was went for like 1400 a piece. Damn. And the, reg wow. the regular regular version, which is probably going to go quick too, um, is going for uh, twelve hundred as well. And I I would I don't like to jump the gun, but I would say this is probably an instant grail piece because uh, this this character is not slowing down, and, and I don't see anyone doing anything that's going to top Prime One at this point. Like it's a, well, it was also uh, recently announced at San Diego that uh, they're doing a Batman Who Laughs mini series. Yeah. So it's the character's just going to become more popular well, in the next couple of uh, years. Tom, you and um, Legend saw it in person. What do you guys got to say about it? Like this piece? It's a monster, man. <clears throat> we have uh, we have some pictures and some video up on the Bat Force. If you go and check out, you scroll back a bit. Uh, we took a video of it, took some pictures. I threw that up in the story too, and uh, we'll probably make that like a, we'll, we'll make it like a pinned story post so that way people can check it out. But. Um, the, We're the gonna start uh, adding some of that stuff to to the YouTube. Believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <clears throat> um, I just gotta say one thing about that piece. If you own one piece, if you can only afford one expensive statue, this is the statue to get. If you are a, I, I would think if like you're a fan of the of just the look, it's probably the most intricate and detailed piece yeah. they've done. Because they they have it's like it's like four statues in one basically because you've right. got three little robins and then you've got the the Batman who laughs himself and then what I really liked about it was on the back side of it on on his dumper he's got the, <laughs> the Batman who laughs spelled out uh, like on his like, license plate on a bunch of yeah on a bunch <laughs> of bloody bloody crowbars yo word on the street is that dope Dave is gonna pre-order live on Bat Force Radio. I'm think? legit looking at it right now. Oh, like, damn, man. Like, why not? <laughs> why not, bro? Yo, it, it's one of those pieces that you have to get, like, a rotating stand with and just let it rotate, just like the video. A lot, a lot has to be said, too, because the Prime Ones, for the most part, they, um, they don't, they have, they've made a good amount of them. Um, the ones that I would say are, like, I think the best looking have been uh, at Dark Knight Returns that they released was that last year. Some of that, uh, some of the origins look pretty badass. They've done a lot of movie stuff, the Batman vs Superman stuff that looked really, really spot on for the likeness. But um, this one's crazy. This one has a whole different feel to it. It, it, it feels like it stands on, on its own with the rest of the statues, uh, just because of that horror vibe to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you dig horror, if you dig Batman, it's definitely something to check out. But I really like the um, the Dark Knight that they had on there, too. The one that they had right next to it oh, was the, awesome. the Blue Cow uh, Dark yeah. Knight Returns on the Eagle. Oh, you mean the... Dick Grayson? Oh, God. Someone, someone thought it was Dick <laughs> Grayson? So, Legends. so Legends. Real, real story. As I'm, taking, as I'm taking pictures and videos, um, I forgot what day this was. 
when I finally had a chance to enjoy Sideshow's booth, I'm trying to get some detailed images, and I overhear some guy and his friend talking. And this guy, he's like one of those comic book nerds who, who knows a little bit about every character, but not everything, but enough to get enough to get by, so he stays in the conversation. And his friend obviously knew nothing except that this was Batman. And he's like, "Man, Batman with guns? Why does Batman have guns?" So his friend steps in. Oh, you, this is this is a story from uh, the late '90s. This is when uh, Dick Grayson actually. Uh, becomes Batman and then starts shooting everybody because he's angry with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bro, fucking Dope Dave would have dunked on his... He would have took picked the statue up and just dunked it on the guy's head, bro. <laughs> that, that <laughs> was... You don't Fail. know how hard it was for me to not say anything. I just didn't want to talk to him. I was so appalled. Just... <laughs> yeah. you, that, that kid had just finished watching the Titans trailer for sure. Uh. <laughs> That's when you just walk away. Yeah, you just shake your head, and you're just like, all right, you know, he'll figure it out. Somebody will point him in the right direction at some point. But I, uh, I think also, I think also, um, the details with the chains chain really chain like yeah. puts that shit to the next level because there's yeah. just every little detail is just wrapped around all the way to the back. Oh yeah, Teaser saw it in person too. Believe him. That's right, boy. Dude, yeah, the, I, mean, the, the, I, I was gonna say, uh, you you weren't there the last couple of years, but this year. The sideshow booth was crazy every day, man. Right. Yeah, you can really get in there. It was it was it was there was not one day where it wasn't packed where it was like you couldn't get in there for you know very long and stay in there because everyone was just piling through. So Yeah. They are they're I mean sideshow gets bigger every year obviously, but this felt like it was crazy the level that they were at. Hey, you know San Diego. What, when, um I don't know if I asked you guys earlier, but how did how did the Prime One Huntress look? She looked great, but she was right next to the Batman Who Laughs and that Dark Knight Returns Batman. <laughs> she yeah. was shadowed. Yeah, so I mean, like, she looked great, but everyone was gravitating towards those other two. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I kind of wish that she was. Was like Hush good. accurate? Did it feel like it came right out of Hush? Oh, yeah. And oh, the, yeah. The Superman and the Batman ones were right next to her. Was there, was, well. was there enough detail with the Hush? I mean, the, the, the Huntress? Again, man, like, st- st- if you put her next to the Batman Who Laughs, yeah. no. There's no comparison between detail, so it's you're kind of hung up on that. That one needs to be on its own. Like you should see it on its own to kind of judge for it. So unfortunately, like when I was looking at it, I kept looking over at the Batman who laughs to see like all the little details. So she looked absolutely like awesome, but again, you know, I I was a little biased, boy, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, you, don't um, like, you don't like Jim Lee anymore? You, you were like the, <laughs> you were like the distracted boyfriend meme. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really? yeah. Jim Jim Lee's the Hulk Hogan of uh, of comic book artists. So, um, but yeah, it was it was it was pretty nuts, pretty nutty. How how busy Sideshow was. Um, the but the, the prime ones were probably the centerpiece of what they had going on that day. Another thing that they had going on was um, they they are just going absolutely nuts with the. Uh, with the uh, hot cho- hot toys for uh, Infinity War, they had a whole display of Infinity War hot toys that are coming out. So, almost every character from that movie, they're, they're getting a hot toy specific to that film. Um, they had a lot of Court of the Dead stuff, which is their I think that's their own property that they own. So that's like a sideshow specific property. Um, they had a lot of other statues, little Marvel statues, obviously some more DC. They got that uh, Nightmare line coming out, um, like the Gotham City Nightmare. Mm. Uh, those look cool. 
Um, How about Supergirl pro- look? I want to get that Supergirl, man. Oh, it's the art germ oh. one. Yeah, that's pretty. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really nice. Really that nice. That was pretty uh, dope. They also had the animated um, figure or uh, statues that they just announced on the show. Which Legends is passing on. Legends the like only one, the only one I'm kind yeah the only one I'm kind of interested in is the Wonder Woman I just, I'm not really feeling the the new uh, adventures the pose for the bet yeah the pose or the costume of Batman and the Superman was was kind of meh yeah I, but I, the, I wonder, that Wonder Woman looks great I wonder why they went with the new adventures look instead Let, of the Legends OG it and was like purse <laughs> the um, tweeter head got that blue and gray. Batman that just uh, won a pre-order as well. Oh yeah, so it's just... sculpted uh, sculpted by our good friend Paul Harding. Oh yeah, he did that one shot, Paul Harding. Designed yeah. by him too, I think. Did he? It came out uh, just right. Yeah, he's doing that whole line. Believe him, man. That's a lot of good shit. Dope, Dave. Did you hit that fucking pre-order button yet, or what, man? I'm working on it right now. Oh man, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Confirm your password. They got payment. They got payment the plan options. Knock it out all at once. <laughs> Oh, and that's how you Sam dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's paying with old money. Alice is gonna old yeah, money. My, my, my last paycheck. <laughs> money so old it's growing white hair. <laughs> shit, what? <laughs> and confirmed. Oh, 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 oh. damn boy. So wait, you you just did one and done? One and done, man. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> that instant payment don't hit till 2020 teaser, so you can always change your mind next yeah, year. Yeah, that, that's the thing. If you just do default, you know, you don't have to worry about anything for a year and a half. Yeah, you have a year and a half, so you have plenty of time. Yo, d- Dunk is like, y'all pay it right now, bro. Slam. <laughs> I'm on vacation, man. I'm knocking things out. You'll get it. You'll get it right in time for Trump's second term. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I'm going to need it. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. Legends, what day did you get down there? Wednesday? Yeah, I wasn't at preview night. I was down there Wednesday night, though. Yeah, none of us, none of us uh, messed with preview night this year. DC Collectibles didn't have a press event on Wednesday, so I didn't really bother to get down there. So I was down there on Thursday. What did you do on Wednesday night? Wednesday night, uh, me and my buddy uh, Kev Dog went to uh, the John Williams San Diego Symphony. Oh yeah. So he that was specific to Comic Con. Yeah, it was. It's offsite Comic Con related. Um, cool. But it's basically the music of. Uh, John Williams, they opened with the Superman theme song. It was pretty dope. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I know uh, our good buddy, uh, Sean Risley, was down there on Wednesday evening, and he got into a taping of uh, Conan O'Brien, and uh, he was actually in the, the episode. At the very beginning, Conan does the string dance, and uh, he, he starts rubbing his nipple, and he walks up to Risley, and he, he like motions time to come up to rub his nipple. So Sean starts walking up and trips. And missed his nipple, and that's all. On, that was all. It on didn't TV. go well. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. So Wednesday night, I think we we didn't really do much. Thursday was the first official day of the old Comic Con. Uh, Legends. What first order of business? Legends. By the time I got down there, Legends had already been in the in the convention center for like three hours, and I think I yeah. So I was awake on Wednesday since about like eight a.m. And after the symphony, um, me and my boy uh, went down to the um. In line, uh, in front of the uh, convention center, we got there like around 2 a.m. So I didn't sleep the whole day Wednesday, and Dang. didn't end up sleeping until after the con that day Thursday night. So I was up for a good 40 hours. But the main the main objective Thursday was to get Bruce a Bruce Tim head sketch, which let me tell 
I know we wanted to wait for Risley Grizzly for the story, but let me tell you this crazy Bruce Tim situation. So I'm inside. <laughs> I'm inside the panel for the Meet the Publishers. With, wait, hold uh, on, real quick, real quick. Before, what did you do from two a.m. until doors open that you didn't sleep? <laughs> we were hyped, going over schedule, going over stuff oh we were going to do. Oh my god! They had their flashlights out in their in their fucking. <laughs> you guys are fucking <laughs> nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah, they had their sleeping bags out. They're fucking. Sitting on their laying on their bellies with their legs up. I All was right. sitting I was sitting on the grass, but it's kinda hard to sleep when there's so much noise around you. People are like talking yeah. and loud next to the street. So anyways. Sitting crisscross applesauce. Right. So first first thing first thing we do is is go to uh, this Meet the Publisher panel because we got insider information that there was gonna be they were gonna be handing out this free Lieber Mayho print for the Batman damned. Um, turns out that the print wasn't getting handed out at that panel. So I bypassed the Bruce Tim line because he wasn't there. He said he it said he'd be back sometime later in the day. And so midway during the panel, I get a text from from Risley that says, yo, Bruce Tim is here or he's going to be here like in 10 minutes, something like that. So I say, OK, I'm on my way. I leave all my stuff with uh, with my friend. And the room that it's in is literally all the way across the San Diego Convention Center. So I'm literally high stepping it all the way across to Artist Alley where Bruce Tim's table is and uh i got like three or four security telling me no running no running so you know i flipped them off keep on going and i, I finally <laughs> you know get to, I, I finally get to the bruce tim table and i'm maybe like 10th or 12th in line typically if he does the pre-sketches he probably has about 25 to 30 so i feel like i'm good i get there at 12 30 there's a sign on the table that says he's not selling anything until noon or i get there at 11 30 he's not signing anything until noon and this line is just growing by the minute People are getting Nancy. Bruce Tim's not bringing out any of the sketches, even though people are already there, ready to buy them for a hundred dollars, like he usually does. He's so stubborn. Security is getting involved because more and more people are going to the outside of the line, so it's not really single file. We got these vendors every year who are always coming in, buy up the sketches, and resell them on eBay for five hundred dollars. Um, don't, don't want, don't want to name drop, but that <laughs> Spider Man, that Spider Man booth is notorious for this. Um, so anyway, security starts coming in. He's telling us a single file, single file, or we're going to have to disperse the line. Nobody's listening. People in line are talking back. Yo, we're not listening to you. We're here to buy sketches, yada, yada, yada. And so it's probably like 11.55 now. Bruce is still sitting there. People are waiting to buy. He's not budging, not bringing out the sketches, looking so mad that everybody would, would, uh, line up before 12 o'clock. <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you. So anyways, about 12.10 goes by. Still, he doesn't bring them up. It's almost like he's punishing us for lining up early. And then by this time, more and more people are flooding the area. And so this security guard, man, I'm telling you, he's like, he was like the superhero um, mall cop who is, takes his job so serious. Paul Blart. And now, yeah, yeah, basically. So now him and Bruce Tim are getting into it with each other. Oh, he's, wow. He's telling Bruce Tim to tell people to leave. And Bruce Tim is basically telling him, like, what do you want me to do? I have a sign that says I'm not selling until this time. You know, I'm, I'm doing my job. What do you want? Basically, what do you want me to do? It's not my fault, right? And so this guy is basically saying, yes, it is your fault because, you know, it's now past the time that you're trying to sell and you're not selling it. And so now people are literally shoving the table because he's huh. telling people, he's telling everybody, you got to disperse, you got to walk around and come back, walk around and come back. And now he is, he actually, security guard, actually pushes one of the fans, like, in the bag. I don't know if it was on purpose or on accident. So now everybody is fucking livid. Oh Bruce, Tim, Bruce, 
people are rushing the table. The table actually starts moving. Like, it's actually pushing back in the middle of Bruce Tim signing a fucking Funko Pop. He gets so <laughs> mad, he throws the Funko Pop back at the fan and says, that's it, get out of here. I'm not selling anything until you guys can learn how to become adults. You're all savages. He pulls his sketchbook back because he had sold maybe like five or six sketches. He pulls his sketchbook back, puts it back in his bag under the table, sits there with his arms crossed and refuses to sell to anybody. Man. Holy shit. People, wow. people, are, people are still sitting there expecting him to come out, but he's not selling anything. He doesn't budge. So maybe 20 minutes go by. Everybody finally leaves. I literally, with the persistence of myself, I, I kind of lurk off in the corner, wait like 15, 20 minutes, not selling anything. Hmm. I go to the other side, off to another booth, pretend like I'm looking at some whack artist's art. You know, he's still not selling. All of a sudden, I see somebody go up there. Bruce has a smile on his face. He pulls out his sketchbook. He sells them a sketch. I'm like, holy shit. Then the next person comes up. He sells them a sketch. I'm like, holy shit. So I kind of sneak up. I go up to him. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Bruce, how are you doing? Uh, I was just wondering if you had any uh, pre-made Mr. Freeze uh, or Nightwing sketches. He's all, oh, Mr. Freeze. So he pulls out his book. He looks through it. He's all, nope. Uh, sorry, no Mr. Freeze. Then he closes the book back, puts God it away. damn. Closes it back, puts it away. Doesn't even like, oh, you want to buy any of these others? Doesn't even give me the chance. And I'm just kind of looking like Adam. He's looking at me. It was kind of an awkward moment. So then I walk away, right? I go back and lurk for like 20, 30 more minutes. And then I see like three people lined up. They're buying sketches. All right. So I go back. I try again. And then he, he's just like, now he's just letting people buy sketches, like first come, first serve, because it's like calm down. So I go through it. There's maybe like 10 sketches left. Um, I pick out a uh, classic Wonder Woman um, head sketch. Thank, thank him. Recommend to him some advice on uh, future, uh, future uh, cons. Tell him, hey, maybe you shouldn't put a time that you're going to be here. So that way people aren't lining up. Or, hey, maybe you should make your head sketches like $1,000 so that way all these vendors and resellers aren't trying to come um, and uh, make a profit off your $100 sketches. He just laughed. He, he just laughed and he's like, yeah, maybe, you know, small talk. And then that was basically it. I left. That was the end of my Bruce Tim, uh, my Bruce Tim extravaganza. Damn. He, so he got into it with a security guard? Yeah. Literally shouting match back and forth. Wow, dude. I, wow. I, it's funny because like I saw you guys in line after that happened, obviously, right? Yeah. Well, didn't didn't it? Because when when I saw you guys, you and Sean, when I walked up, it, it must that have happened just right the, after. Yeah, that that was just the beginning. You got there before it even like, even before even security started getting involved. What? Because even then, you got you guys were like, we have a story for you. Yeah. No, it got worse. It got much worse. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it got it got worse. It got worse to the point where Bruce Tim literally threw the Funko Pop at the guy. Oh my god! What what, what the, pop was it? I don't know. It was a stupid animated fucking pop. Right, please, please. Was it this. like a variant? Was it a variant? No, pop it was just like a regular pop. A guy who what didn't even want a head sketch. He just wanted his fucking memorabilia signed. Yeah. Was it was it in like a pop protector case or just like it, no? It was just in a regular pop box. No fucking collectors. Did. Like this was a regular guy who had nothing to do with wanting the sketches, and Bruce just takes what? it out on him. Damn. What, what condition did the pop? What was the condition was the box in? Like it was pretty good. I'd, no, I'd say or... very fine minus. You know. Very fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet that guy's scurrying to pick it up and find it. Dude, yeah, but but uh, literally right before he closed his book the first time, uh, Risley was able to get that Hellboy sketch. 
Perfect. I, I can't remember if it was that day or if it was the next day, but he was sitting at his table and I, there was nobody around him. And then I saw this guy come up to him and same kind of thing. I saw this guy come up to him and the guy said something to him and then he, he winks at him and he goes like he puts his fingers up to his lips and he goes, shh, let me see. And he goes into his bag and he checks and then he sells a guy a sketch. So that, and I hadn't heard the story yet, so I was like, "Why is he doing that? That's so weird." Obviously, he was doing it to avoid the issues that happened before. Right. He was literally judging everybody who came up to him. I gave him my biggest puppy dog eyes I ever had. <laughs> Be like, "Train, please, please let me let me have the right password to buy a sketch." <laughs> he must have thought that I was a prick because when I went up to him after that, I was like, "Hey, uh, Bruce, I was just wondering if you had any sketches that are for sale," and he goes, "Try try back later." And it was like maybe 10, 10, 15 minutes after I saw him do it to the other guy. Yeah, so he, he, fucking guy. He, told he one, acts like he's doing like Rembrandt detailed realistic sketches, man. He could bang like 50 of those out in a half an hour. Yeah, the thing yeah, is, but is that, the thing is he's so stubborn and he's stuck in his ways. Like what he says goes. And if you if, if they can't listen, is like being civil people in a single line and not making security get mad. He's not going to sell you them. I kind, of, I kind of get where he's coming from because like once you see – how people are, especially around his table, it's people get crazy around him. It's annoying, true. dude. It's really and it's yeah. embarrassing. So I think that's what he's coming from. Is like he's embarrassed that these people are his fans, and he's embarrassed that, and it's all grown men. <laughs> it's all grown men. It's all dudes in their thirties and 40. it's all it's all like guys our age and older. Like it's it's all right. flippers too. There's, there's a lot of flippers. Yeah. Oh, and I would right. say I would say like seventy five percent of them are flippers. They're probably the yeah. worst. And I straight, tell you he, one thing though, he he wouldn't turn down Dope Dave, man. <laughs> Fucking he straight he straight up told one of the vendors. He straight up told one of the vendors who comes every day for like years. He's like he or this this is the part that I that I forgot to tell you that Sean had told me because he was right up front. Um, <clears throat> he 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 literally did not want to sell this guy a sketch, and he's all uh, I forgot what he said, but after he threw the the Funko Pop at the at the guy. He said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sell you a sketch." And then the guy said, "Why?" And then Bruce Tim said, "Because I don't like your face." Oh shit! Bird Bay to me said, "I don't like your face." And then the guy, oh, the guy hell, got kind bro. of butt hurt. And Bruce Tim was like, "You already have enough of these." Wow. Oh, so he he knows yeah, he this know, guy. Yeah, he knows because that guy is there every day for years. He's one of the vendors. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Good. Fuck that guy. Then. Fuck that guy, <laughs> dude. Unless he's like framing and putting on his wall, and really appreciates them. Then we're all like, oh, well, he's he's his money back. Yeah, he's a vendor, so yeah, he's man. selling. He's selling them, and Bruce knows it. That's the thing. Is like, what 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 is crazy is that he won't up the I, price I on him either. Those fucks. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. If if you're a fucking, if you're one of those vendors or exhibitors that like gets early, you know, gets early access to cons and. Soaks up the tickets to you know the to get signatures or sketches or whatever just so you could like or exclusive items just so you could flip them or mark them up. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Don't even don't even listen to our show, man, because I hate you, motherfucker. You can get it. Yeah, straight up. Get straight up. We fuck, don't like I'll, your I'll, face. I'll, 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 I'll release Dunk Dave on you to fucking <laughs> fucking wrap his legs around. I'll say don't no problem with that. Don't listen to the show. Like your face. <laughs> I'll say this right now: if you are a fucking reseller vendor asshole who's got a 
Scarface ventriloquist Bruce Tim original. Just hop into my DMs real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we imagine. And then, and then fuck you. That's what I think. You know, fuck you, man. You know what I would love, other than a Harley sketch from him? I would love him to do the toy maker. Uh, Dude, he had some very so. unique ones this year. He did he did a dark side. He did the Dark Knight Returns bats. He did. Oh, um, he, he went did, in. Uh, Dude, do, do, you, do you have his book of like the nudes, the cartoon nudes? <laughs> yeah. I ha- I, no, I, dude. I have it, I have it up, signed. His, his pin up. Uh, uh, the pin up. Yeah, yeah, Naughty Nice. I have it signed. I would love one. Yo, um, I'm telling you, guys like Bruce Tim and even Dr. Seuss, they put out books like that back in the day. It's um, really interesting. You know what? I do remember the, one of the first times that I went to try to get uh, a sketch from him and he's been savage this entire time like it's just at a different level now because it's gotten so crazy where i remember um there was a time when if you just roll in there at like 9 a.m you don't have to spend the night in line you don't do anything you roll in at 9 a.m you walk up you stand in line you're probably like the fourth or fifth person and you're good right it's not like that anymore but back then what you would do is you would go into his line and he would cut it off after 25 people so as long as you were the first 25, like you were good and he would have a sign up sheet. So you put your name down, you put your telephone number down and you put the character that you want. So he would then take the sign up sheet and throughout the day he would just, he would just punch him out. You know, he just blast him out. And I remember, I remember seeing the sign up sheet. Like I came by after, uh, after a couple hours and he had done a bunch of them and I look and he goes, check the sign in sheet to see if I finished yours. I was like, all right. So I open, like it's a little clip book with a, with a piece of paper on it. I flip it and I see the first page is all done. And I flip the back page and I see three of them on the very top. One of them is Godzilla and he just puts no. Like, <laughs> just puts, like no, not doing it. And then he puts something else and then and he was just like, no. Like he just, there were the three, the three on the next page he didn't want to do. And then he didn't do them. And then the next one was mine and it was like Harley and he did it. And I was like, oh my, I was like sweating bullets. I was like, this guy just enjoys having people just like <laughs> sweat bullets and live on the edge. It's crazy. Why man. not, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe him. Well, That's if you're, you're, you're if you're not getting uh, any of those Harley royalties, then you might as well have fun some other way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul Dini's rolling around with Misty and probably convertible with his fifty storage units filled with cool shit. Do we still got dope, Dave? I'm in here. <laughs> Fucking in here like swimwear, babe. <laughs> you really know. He's, he's logged into like two phones. He's locked in. Phone, I got my iPad. I'm in here, bro. <laughs> he, he was like strangling the, the hotel manager earlier. Your Wi-Fi better work and better be dope. It better be the best <laughs> Wi-Fi in Canada. Yo, better change your Wi-Fi password to dope. Six E's, motherfucker. I'm actually, there was like a, there was like in Quebec City, there was like a, Something like the first colony came in, some t- you know whatever two hundred years from today. So they have like everyone dress up as like the first colonists, <laughs> and they just had fireworks. So like when fiance is about to go to sleep, and I'm like, all right, I'll see you outside. Have a little patio. I'm just hanging out, waving at Canadians. Living the fucking dope life. There's <laughs> no other way to do it. <laughs> Tornado warning for New York for another ten minutes. Oh, did you say shit. Twister? Gam Gam will be up. <laughs> right when I got that phone alert, Gam Gam's eye like twitched and she got up for a sec. Like, how many times do you think Gam Gam's watched Twister? Man, at least once a week. 
What a, what a random fuck. It's not like even a feel good movie. It's fucking devastating, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, uh, Grandpa, did you really do uh, four days of brisket so far, or what? I I couldn't do it today, man. I think Damn. I put my I think I put my colon in the shock. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's a, what's your highest number that you've hit? That's pretty intense. Uh, as far as like days in a row barbecue, yeah, I don't know that. I mean, three in a row is pretty pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, that could be intense. Uh, I, I couldn't do it today for real. My stomach was killing me. <laughs> it was gurgling. Okay, you had yeah. the shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gramps, man, I believe in you, man. You you're gonna knock it out next week. Don't worry. <laughs> go, five, five for five. go five for five. <laughs> Five for five. For the foul line, okay. shit. I mean, trust me. I, I started strong. I did three. I mean, you got to work my way up. That's you. Funk man. says, there, boy, if uh, you're not making that toilet cry <laughs> tears, then he ain't doing it right, boy. Oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Did Ronan just walk <laughs> in here? Yeah, that, that was like a trunkler Ronan hybrid. A <laughs> trunkler Ronan. <laughs> I've been having Boucher out here. Legends, your Willy Wonka ticket in the Tyler Kirkham box. Yeah, so let, let's let's break this down for a second. <laughs> so Kirkham was offering 25 mystery boxes that were guaranteed to be valued between $600 and $3,000 for the top prize. For, These are $500 each? Yeah, each mystery boxes. <laughs> Shit. That's a gamble, man. So he was going to have... He was going to have five on preview night, and then he was going to bring the other 20 on Friday Damn. when he arrived at the show. But you could, pre, you could prepay for them because they were going to sell out fast. And so they were supposed to include uh, multiple signed prints, multiple Kirkham variant cover comics, a sketch cover on the Batman 50 variant that he did, a uh, original page of published art of his, and um, one in eight were going to have a metal print of the Deathstroke Batman. So I was going back and forth. Do I want this or do I want the uh, Bermejo um, sketch cover? But that was like $600 and there was only three spots left. And then I emailed the guy and he was like, you got to get here first thing Thursday morning because they're going fast. He already pre-sold seven of the 10 that he's doing at the convention. Damn. And I had so much shit going on with the Bruce Tim all Thursday morning. By the time like I was done with that, I knew I, my odds of getting the Bermejo was probably like slim to none because he wanted cash up front. He didn't want to say, oh, hold me a spot over an email. So leading up to it, Tom was like, do you want a Bermejo sketch or do you want to take a chance and get nothing you like with Kirkham? Yada, yada, yada. Really making me feel like I should have got this Bermejo sketch. <laughs> And I'm thinking, should I get a Bermejo sketch? And if I was going to get a Bermejo sketch, it was going to be the DKR and the Rain head sketch. That's, that's what I was going for. So I didn't. So I, I go up to the Kirkham booth on Thursday uh, pretty early with my boy, uh, Kevin. He was like, uh, he's like, uh, you going to get one? I was like, yeah. So I got one. And then he got one. And right after he got one, I was like, if I get two, that increases my chances of getting one of these one of these." Uh, Original covers. That was my goal. I really wanted to have one of the one of the covers. So I went ho I went ahead and ordered the second one. So I got so I got two, and then they they text us Friday around noon that 
hey, uh, Kirkham just showed up to the booth. The uh, mystery boxes are here. You can come in and pick yours out. I was like, cool. So we went there. There's only one person in line ahead of me. It was this Asian girl, maybe weighed about 90 pounds. She bought five mystery boxes. Five. Wow. One, two, three, four, five. By the time I got there, there was maybe like, I don't know, I'd say maybe like 13 or so left in the stack. There's two separate stacks. So 12 of them had already been gone. She had five of them. And so you, they're not numbered. There's, they're numbered, but on the inside, and they're sealed closed, so you don't know what number until you open it. So I picked one on the left side, the third one down, and then on the right side, I picked the one all the way at the bottom. So first, and he wanted to, he, he, he encouraged us to open them in front of him in person because his wife was videotaping it. They wanted to put it on their social media, see people's reactions. So I was like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll open it. So I opened the first one, and I get a, uh, <clears throat> well, you guys see, if you guys saw the live feed, um, you know already, but I got a uh, Fantastic Four original page with the thing um, that he did. And then I got the Mr. Freeze sketch cover, um, which, is, which is pretty badass because I had been trying to get the, a Bruce Tim Mr. Freeze the whole weekend. So I got a Kirkham one, and that was pretty dope. And then uh, I got a uh, dope. Got one of the Deathstroke <laughs> metal prints. <laughs> One of the Deathstroke metal prints, was, which was one and eight. So I got lucky on that. Got lucky on the freeze I wanted. Uh, next box I opened, first thing I see was a fucking highlighted cutout star grand prize winner. Original, original comic cover uh, valued at 2500 yada, yada, yada. Opened up the, the cover sheet, and it's Action Comics 969 original cover. With uh, Superman, Lex Luthor, and um, what's that guy's name? Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Anyways, he's, he's in the storyline in Action Comics. Um, so anyways, I got that. Ended up getting the Damien sketch cover, which we all know Damien is probably my least favorite Robin, but it was still a pretty dope cover. A um, couple, uh, couple more prints and some uh, comics. And uh, the guy behind me was pretty salty. Got a picture of him. <laughs> made, made a meme out of him. Um, that was pretty <laughs> it. I increased my odds and I got lucky. Last time I'll ever listen to Tom. My, my favorite part of the whole con was that guy in that picture murdering you in his head. Just <laughs> staring at you as you hold that. Dude, I like literally screamed like a fucking little girl when I, when I saw the... The original cover, I couldn't fucking believe I'd won it. I wish that girl that had bought five had seen that. Yeah, she would. No, she was right there. She was on the other side against the wall. She was still oh, okay. there with her five boxes, probably waiting for somebody to help her carry them because, like I said, she was 90 pounds and there was fucking five of them she had. Wow. Shit. Believe him. Hoping he does the same oh. thing for New York. He's coming. Is he coming to New York? He, sa he, he, he said, hopefully, when I when I sent him a message on his post. Man, New York Comic Con shit is gonna be so lit. It could be insane, <laughs> oh, dude. I'm. So I already got people on the lookout for me for the Tim Sale commission list. I'm following is Tim Sale you. Tim coming to New York Comic Con? I don't know. I don't know if he's confirmed or not, but if he is, I'm gonna. I got. I got Eagles watching. Yeah, that fills up quick. I might have to do one this year with him before it's too late. Just gotta decide who I want. I'm who hoping. Get? I'm hoping for five hands. You know, bat cat. Damn. <laughs> so, so much chopping up a body in the background. Grumps on? Grumps. <laughs> <laughs> little slow <laughs> did, uh, did, So Tom really went to In-N-Out? 
<laughs> Letters, make sure you have the IV ready for him if he did go in and out. Because then he tell you. <laughs> you might have to get the double double IV. <laughs> so, <clears throat> quick update. Oh shit! Did you guys hear that? How many? Sound? How many did yep. you have? So, uh, <laughs> as I was recording, uh, my kid needed to go to sleep, so I got up to go, <laughs> to go put him down. Oh, Robbie. As I came back into the room, there's a a mirror that fell off the wall and hit the door, locking it from the inside. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. So. So I'm trying to come back in the door, and you can probably hear it through the recording in the back. But I'm trying to open the door, and I'm like, why is the door not opening? <laughs> and then there's literally a cartoon-style uh, mirror that fell. And it's just sitting there, like, just pinned against the door perfectly, not let, wedging it so it can't open it. Oh, Jesus. So I try to put my hand through it. I try to get a coat hanger to open it. Finally, I'm like... Fuck this! I'm just gonna break the store down because I gotta get in the room. Like I got my phone in here, my computers in here. I push and I push and I push, and I just hear a shatter. Oh, oh shit! Holy shit! So I just shattered this mirror in half. Like just cracked it completely in half and it shattered everywhere. So now I got all this mirror shit that I gotta clean up later. But anyways, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, this just became the most interesting thing. Uh, we got to document this for the episode. Jesus Christ. Last I heard, we were talking about Bruce Tim being a dick. By, Bruce Tim being a dick. By the way, the, being uh, a dick. the villain on the Action Comics 969 cover is God Slayer. I don't know how I could forget that name. Believe. Um, man, this is really uh, eventful. We got a, a Batman Last pre-order, a Bruce Tim Funko Pop, Funko Pop launch, and a, a broken mirror that locked Tom out of the studio. That's Jesus. Good. Tom, did you already mention the, uh, did you already mention the Tom King, uh, Signing sketch? Uh, no. no, 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 no. So, um, so that was that was probably that was Saturday. So you're fast forwarding into Saturday now. So, we um, <clears throat> we uh, the way they did it this year is Legends. Did you talk about the lottery craziness? No, I, ha- I haven't even talked about that because I so missed out on everything. San Diego he doesn't want to talk about it. San Diego is so crazy this year that like. The exclusives for all these different booths, like the Lego Mattel, Funko Hasbro. Pop, Hasbro, all these different booths that have their uh, yearly exclusives, you have to now enter a lottery like four or five days before the con starts for a chance to to win tickets to go buy something. Um, so you got to go online, you got to register your name again, and then they you select whatever you want to get drawn for, and they tell you if you get if you got if you won or not. Uh, we all tried for a bunch of different things. I didn't get anything. Legends, you didn't get anything either, right? Correct. Kev Dog is like, <clears throat> Kev, Kev Dog has been going to Comic Con for a while, and he's just kind of nonchalant. You, you used to be kind of nonchalant about it, and he went hard this year, and he got like everything. So he got exclusives for like Hasbro, Lego, whatever. Um, but on top of that, too, uh, they have signing schedules now. So if you want to get autographs, if you want to get signings for the DC booth for Tom King, for Scott Snyder, for Jim Lee, for Jeff Johns, you have to do the lottery. Um, <coughs> same concept. You got to go online and do it. Uh, I did it. Didn't get any of them. So um, what we were left with was if you wanted to see any of these other guys, um, not at the DC booth, that is, um, there's another booth. Comic Sketch Art had, had their booth. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Tickle my throat. And so the Comic Sketch Art booth was like how it used to be. First come, first serve in the morning when they open. They have a bunch of tickets, and you just get a ticket, come back for the signing later in the day. 
And um, that's how we kind of did it with um, Snyder and uh, Tom King. Um, even though we could, we, we were saying hi to those guys throughout the weekend. We weren't going to signings. We were just kind of popping in saying hi. But um, <laughs> legends, uh, I got a I got a sketch commissioned by Jacob Chabot, uh, Batman Returns on uh, Batman issue fifty. So it's a Keaton and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman in a nice embrace on the on the sketch blank cover for issue fifty. So I had uh, him sign that. <coughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> got a little um, mirror dust in my throat. <laughs> mirror shark. And, yeah, <laughs> and so Legends decides that he wants to get a sketch commission also, and uh, he decides he wants to get that CGC as well. Um, so he got, he got a blank variant and we walk up to the, uh, the Tom King signing and Clay Mann's there too. Um, so we're talking that was, was Mitch there also? No, I think it was just at that day it was Clay Mann and Tom. Right. Um, so we're walking up and we're talking to Tom King and, you know, we're saying hi and then, um, oh, he's like, that's the video I sent to you guys. And then, uh, I, we put it up on the story. Oh, the bad force. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Like you guys were so nice during all the, uh, all the death threats and shit when people were going nuts on him on Twitter. He's saying thank you that we were like retweeting positive messages and um, tweeting him that we liked the book and all that, even though all these other people were fucking crazy and going nuts on him. So uh, Legends tells him, he's like, yeah, can you do a sketch commission for me? And then he's mm-hmm. like shaking his, he's like shaking his head. He's like, what do you want? And then he's like, I want you to do a Batman and Catwoman saying, oh, bat, oh, cat. And so he starts working on the sketch and he's doing it. And it's funny because he's obviously taking tips because, like, Clay Man is, like, looking over his shoulder as he does it. So Clay Man's like, wow, man, you totally messed up that female nose. And then, like, he's, like, criticizing him while Tom King's doing it. Tom King's doing the stick figure thing. And that's when I started recording him. And I was, like, Clay Man doing the play-by-play. Clay Man, you know, just kind of giving him shit um, with his female nose. And he's doing his sketch. And then and Legends... Uh, made it very clear to the CGC representative that he, in fact, wanted that to get slabbed and CGC'd uh, Signature Series Gold Label as soon as we finished the, uh, the signing. <laughs> so we got a quick picture of it, and then we sent it off to CGC. Uh, and then he writes at the bottom of it, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, as he does. So <laughs> did you talk about your, uh, your, um, your boxes, your blind boxes from Tyler Kirkham? Yeah, I, I talked about it. I, 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 told, I told the world how you didn't want me to get them. Yeah, well, it's funny because I, I told him, he's like, what should I get, the Tyler Kirkham blind box? Or should, one of them. Should I get a Ty, Tyler Kirkham blind box, which is the same price for Lee Bermejo uh, sketch? Well, Bermejo like, was $100 more. It was 600 for Bermejo. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. So I, so I told him, I was like, dude, the Bermejo, you can tell him exactly what you want. He, he will draw whatever he wants for you. And it's a full page, 11 by 17 with inks. You know, like, that's kind of once-in-a-lifetime Bermejo. And uh, he was like, okay, I'll think about it. Next day, he's like, I got two Kirkham blind boxes. <laughs> Jesus, bro. But, yeah, you know, like he said, he he unboxed it, and everything he got in him was pretty money. Uh, but Kev Dog got one as well, and he got that uh, Deathstroke Batman sketch cover. That so was good. Money. Yeah, really, really good. And then, uh, did you talk about Sean, uh, Sean walking around the convention floor with his uh, binder? No, not yet. Risley, uh, friggin', <laughs> we meet we meet up with him like every once in a while. He'd like pop back onto the floor, and then we'd see him. You know, we'd run into him wherever. So we're like, "What are you doing, man? What are you doing next?" Oh, I'm gonna go up to this. Uh, I'm gonna go up to this panel. He busts out his binder that has laminated like individual pages of the panel schedule with like highlights and notes. 
like specifically like what he wants, when he's going to go, if it interferes or anything. And I'm looking at him like, Jesus Christ, dude. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I just always try to make sure I'm like <laughs> organized whenever I go. I'm like, God, I damn. think there was even a bibliography in the back. <laughs> there was a forward, I think, written by uh, Dan DiDio, probably. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of panels, every year or at least the last couple of years, Frank Miller is there uh, one day, usually Saturday, and he's usually signing at the Dark Horse booth for his Xerxes series, you know, giving out limited prints. But the, the way this works is it's first come, first serve, but you have to get in line and you have to stick your hand in the bag and pull out a marble. And there's usually two colors, black and white. And usually black is a no, you don't, you don't get it. And white is yes, you do get it. You get a wristband. These- Fucking marbles. Right, right. So, so if you get a black, if you get a black one, then you can go to the back of the line and try again, and then it just keeps going until all the wristbands are out. So last year I tried, and you can do it the day before and the day of for us for for the signing. So last year I did it two days in a row. I tried four times each day. I was zero for eight. Right. Risley got it like on his first try last year, and then he got it again this year like on his first try. I didn't even try this year. I was like, I was like, what's the point? And there's other stuff I got to do. So then Risley gives me the heads up that Frank Miller is going to be at this artist who writes panel with Joel Jones and Raphael Albuquerque. And um, I forgot who else. Uh, I think Dave Gibbons. Um, so I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll go to that. But it's an it's an hour right before the 25th anniversary Batman animated series Blu-ray panel, which is right across literally right across the walkway there. And I was for, I had for sure um seating because i was maybe like 50th in line at that point and i was like i was like man i i, I took a, a a quick peek on the frank miller room there was nobody literally nobody in there there's people waiting in line at the beginning to get a wristband for him at the dark the dark horse panel in the morning like dying to get these wristbands and i look at a panel that he's going to be in and it's literally 70 percent empty at this time so i was like fuck that i'm going to ditch this blu-ray panel line which is probably just going to talk about information that i can get on the internet like two seconds after it's done yeah and i'm going to go to this frank miller panel so i go to the panel they're finishing up this i don't know what it was some some panel right before his i didn't really care what they were talking about i wasn't uninterested but i was front row literally front row so soon as soon as it ends you know they they take their pictures they leave Frank Miller walks in and he sits literally right across from me within six feet. I'm front row. I was like, I think I live streamed maybe like 40 minutes of the panel on Bat Force's page until his handler told me to stop filming it. So that's why. So that's why I had to cut it short. Um, and so uh, Risley, I, I save a seat for Risley. He he shows up right before and we're we're literally watching it together. Right after the panel is over. I literally bum rushed the state the the where he's sitting at the table and I was like I was like Frank, uh, you mind if you sign my uh, my book if I can get a picture and he looks at me and he's like well sure where is it so so uh, it was that easy rather than waking up early and getting in line at a chance to get a wristband I literally walked up six feet I probably could have got multiple books signed but I was unprepared for this for this uh, signing and I just Rookie had one mistake I- yeah I had I had this one item on me and, and got a selfie and. You know, wow! Location, location, location. Right. Once again, Sean Risley comes in the clutch. Sean had a stack of books that he was getting signed from Miller. Man, man, yeah. Never doubt that guy. He no. He's always ready. Yep. He's he's always ready. We learned where to go. 
And he has incredible levels of luck. Anything he tries to get to or get into, it, it pans out. And the best thing about it too is he's not a dick about it. Like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't cut he doesn't cut lines. He doesn't shove people. He doesn't you know he's very polite. Does it the right way. He's just you know just at the right place at the right time. Unlike certain people that you know um, we know that uh, have cut lines and resold things on the internet and <clears throat> sold you know water bottles they get from frank miller at a midtown and, and print and print out fake gray ghost mondo print yeah and fucking post it on their youtube oh, <laughs> believe them yeah man that was so that was that was a pretty cool uh, situation there i think i uh, gambled on the right panel yeah i would say so yeah that was i hate you <laughs> I'm interested to know what uh, Sean got signed by him when he went up there. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was too hyped after I got my one thing signed in the picture. I was on to the next thing, and I didn't even wait for him. He got, I think he got his uh, the Batman Fifty uh, sketch oh, cover. Right. He, he got all the artists that had their pages in the Batman Fifty signed. Yeah, and right after that panel, Frank was doing his signing at Dark Horse. So Sean went right back down to the Dark Horse booth and got more shit signed. Oh, man. Nice. I was like, I was like, dude, you got like a thousand things signed by him. And he's like, yeah, but I need a thousand and one. <laughs> Teases. What up? What up? What was it like as your first San Diego Comic-Con experience? Um, I could definitely see why so many people go for like four days. I felt like day one, you're just like... In a complete blur. Yeah. There's just way too much to take in. Um, you know, compared to New York, it's definitely... I'm thinking it's like three times the size of New York Comic Con. Yeah. So you really have to kind of gauge and like learn how to navigate. And I feel like by day two, that's where you kind of get a grasp of things. But mm. um, it was definitely a lot more like personal. Like I was able... To, we were able to like approach, you know, Snyder King... I feel like in New York, I mean, Artist Alleyway in New York is definitely a lot more crowded uh, compared to the one that we went to. So I do prefer mm-hmm. San Diego, but it's just it's it's a lot if you mm. don't know how to navigate. So believe them. Believe them. Yeah. In that sense, <clears throat> so you say you prefer San Diego over New York with the with the Artist Alley stuff? Yeah, I mean, I wish I had probably like another day because obviously, yeah. you know, I, I went for two days, but. Um, I'm curious. To, Why is it? It's less crowded, you said, in Artist Alley in San Diego. Uh, I feel like you can navigate because you know, like Artist Alley yeah. by us to the, it's more justified to the left, and you kind of dip down, and it's like elbow to elbow, like you can barely, yeah. you can barely move. People, you know, it's, it's like too many people. Yeah. You got You you got to be over six five. Uh, hmm. You know, like yeah. ducking, so I have no like problem. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, okay. no, I, I walking around like Stay Puft and shit. As as crowded <laughs> as it was, I felt like when we were in Artist Alley, we had like time to talk to the to the people. Yeah, it, it was cool. Um, yeah, how did uh, how did Elaine like her experience? Um, she was good, man. She kind of dipped in and out. You know, she took some some breaks, but uh, you know, she's all about the product too. So it's yeah. kind of like a different perspective. She was all business. You know, no, she, uh, sh- she shout she, out she, believer. She was uh, she was hugging up on a lot of cosplayers that had like exposed abs, <laughs> as so, one should. Yeah, she was so, what, what, she was doing oh, you it. mean like was was Ronan there then? <laughs> no, no, I think fuck I, man. I think Ronan's cousin from you know Ireland was there as uh, Aquaman. So. So Fuck were you out there for work or just just to go out there? No, we we uh we went for work just to kind of like 
go for inspiration and kind of see product and licensing. Um, you know, we went for two days, so we kind of weaved in and out. You know, we kind of we worked for an hour or two. We did a couple panels, and then I met up with Tom and Le- uh, Legends just to kind of like get some shit signed. So it's kind of we, you know, in and out. Oh, Again, something where you posted, uh, you know, people you actually met people wearing your product out there. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it was cool. People were um, kind of shocked. Like, they kind of looked at me twice. Like, what are you talking about? And then when I explained to them, they got like really excited, and they're like, "Oh, oh can I take a picture be- with you?" They believed you. That was <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Mm. Every time I whip out my cool. my wallet, like every time, no matter what, most of the time. You know, like it was a couple days ago at Starbucks. I had my wallet out and I was paying, and she's like, "Oh, cool wallet." I was like, "Yeah, my buddy designs them." That's like that's the move, bro. Like immediately, like they get interested. Yeah, and it really and is. Tom's yeah, like, there, "Oh yeah." There, there's yeah, actually a lot it of really buzz. Really is because like by us, there's a lot of buzz with was, wallets nowadays. You know, uh, gifting me wallets for me, and uh, every time I go out, like, "Yo, we get that wallet," and I'm like, oh, "My boy teases, you know, he's a designer." And I'm like, Believe. "Oh, uh, he's an IG." I'm like, "Yeah, here's his IG page. Yeah. Check it out." Like, "Yo, that's Jesus. that's my boy." And then, Yo, I and then everyone's like, Jesus. "Yo, do you design T-shirts?" And I'm like, "No, no, this is this is backfiring." <laughs> like, you gotta change like, the name. Yeah, like people at my job are like, "Oh, you design T-shirts on the side?" I was like, "No, I do not. I fucking work here forty hours a week." <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Nah, Jesus, yeah, well, actually, I'm, I wish I had met I, you as like a sophomore in high school because I would be crushing so much banana <laughs> based off of people. <laughs> All these girls, it's like you just show, oh, yeah, my buddy designs this wallet. Oh, really? Does they? Oh my god, it's so hot. I want to meet your buddy. <laughs> That's right. Shit. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. Wherever I go, he goes. He goes. You got you to uh, protect those wallets as well, you know? I got them in the detolf. I know. <laughs> I, you see yeah, like, it? I got my, I got the Teezus wallets in the fuck. Who in the puts fucking wallets shrine, in the fucking detolf? Yeah. Well, next, you, you gotta update it a little and put those things in the drive box. <laughs> yeah, drive box have it you, up. Yeah. Have you seen the? I got the Killing Joke wallet that he did. I got the Brightest Day, or no, the Blackest Night yeah. wallet he did. Teezus had to. And the uh, he had to drop. upgrade mine because of my sweaty ass. <laughs> That's what he asked, bro. I wore out one of the last ones he gave me. Like it, it was a black and white design from, uh, was it who was the artist? Was that Jim Lee? Mm, I yeah, it was black and white. Oh, the black and white volume four. Who yeah. is that? Who's, who did that cover? Yeah, that's my favorite shit, man. You, you have the, that, one that too. volume. Yeah, I have that one because it's my favorite volume in the black and whites. And uh, nice. Uh, that's Neil Adams Neil when Adam. there's like a Batman and the skeleton. Yes, in black that's and white. Neil Adams. Yeah, that's okay. Neil Adams. Yeah. Yes. I have that one. Believe me. And then I, I, the first one I had, it's almost completely white. Like, yeah. Yeah, like the nice. ink's the like black soaked is gone. Yeah. It's like that invisible, remember back in the day, that invisible ink uh, thing, you put the marker over something and you re- scribble over it and something like an image appears or something. Exactly. It's like the reverse yeah. of it. Or something. Big shout out to Concept, Concept One Designs. If you guys go to Spencer's and you're looking at the wallets or the hats, check for Concept, is it Concept One? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was one. Concept yeah. 3. Yeah, concept concept one. One. Uh, wallet once, and I, I had it for like a week. It exploded in my ass, bro. <laughs> no oh, joke. What you eat? It's all that money in it. <laughs> <laughs> there there goes any future sponsorship for them. Yeah, yeah boy. Oh, shit. Now, the, uh, the Coke and Pepsi commercials, remember? <laughs> yeah, actually, she has one of his wallets graded. So it's oh. pretty dope. <laughs> 
Yeah, the 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 Black Hand is it from the Blackest Night? Yeah, that one, man. That these things are gorgeous. You know what? The way these are designed, you're not really supposed to use them, aren't? All right, because you can't fit them shits in a pocket. That is, you know uh, that is with true. The stands a wallet. You you gotta like really like you know lube that shit up to get your wallet in your pocket. They're like more like collectibles. Believe me, you gotta, you know, find, you gotta like, find new pockets, bro. For real, bro. Yeah. That's why they have chains. You don't even put See, them in your why, pocket. That's bro. why I don't put them put in the chain swing. I don't put them in the pocket. I just spread one cheek and then shove it up. <laughs> hey, hey, Jesus, when you gonna when you gonna design some money clips? Something to carry the black card. Actually, <laughs> actually, we have done money clips before. Oh, right, Dunk. Yeah, there's a money clip we're working on. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's when Dunk brings that money clip out for drinking nights. All time to go, bro. Yo, not yo, not even yet, yo. What do you see? (laughs) Oh, the yo, the dope night returns. (laughs) Exactly. I got, I got, I got one last uh, story for SDCC uh, recap. So, uh, as I mentioned, the first day I went to that Meet the Publishers panel to try and snag that Lee Bermejo, um, Batman Damned print, mm. um, oh, it, did, it didn't end up being there. So, once again, Sean Risley Grizzly Bear got inside information from Bermejo's dealer that Damn. it was, was going to be at this um, low-key panel called uh, DC for All on Sunday morning, which literally nobody was going to be at. So I show up, uh, or I wake up Sunday morning, Rizzy's like, uh, we got a situation. And this is, bo- this is before, like, the main doors even open. The up- upstairs sales was open um, because they let you in to, like, uh, go uh, wait in line for panels. Um, and, he's, and I was like, what do you mean we got a situation? And he's like, I thought nobody was going to be here, but there's already a line because there's an anime uh, panel right after this uh, DC for All panel, so people are lining up early. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I hadn't even eaten breakfast yet, so I woofed down breakfast in like three minutes. Get on the uh, get on the shuttle straight to the con. And I get there, I'm maybe like, I don't know, sixty people back. Risley's like top ten, like usual. And I'm like, I'm probably still good. So I get in because that 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 uh, room holds like three hundred people. So I was good. I get in there, and it's like everybody's in anime, cosplay. People are talking anime. Maybe like one in ten were there for the DC for all. So as soon as we walk in, they're handing out these prints, one per person. They have them on the chairs. And, you know, as people start coming in faster, they're just handing them to the people. And so it was actually a Libermejo print, and then there was a uh, Frank Miller um, from the uh, Superman year one that he's doing. Um, but there was no Superman on the page. It's kind of like a obscure print. Uh, so you got both those prints, right? And I'm looking around. I got like, I got uh, um, <clears throat> Bat Force Times asking me for a print. I got Tom asking me for a print. I got several people at <laughs> several Ooh-wee! people ask several people asking me for a print, and I want the print, you know. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? And so I asked be the, the bigger guy, man. Right. I asked the guy sitting next to me. I'm like, uh, I'm like, are you even in, in, interested in Batman? He's like, ah, I'm more here for the anime. I, I read some Marvel, and I was like, they're there for the hentai, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're there I'm for like, that brother sister. Right. I'm like, you want to do me a huge favor? I'm like, I'm like, my friend really wants this print. If you don't want it, you think I can have it? I'll, I'll even pay you for it. Damn. He's like, he he looks at me, gives me like a obscure look, and he's like, yeah, okay, you can have it. He's like, I'm not gonna do anything with it. And I was like, I was like, cool. 
I got I got one extra print. So I had I had Times is print secured. And then Tom Tom hits me. You the man, boy. Tom hits me. He's like he's like he's like legend. Get me a print. He's like yeah. He does his, <laughs> he does his best trunkler impression. Was too much yeah. trouble. Can you? Uh, you know. Uh, for, no. Can you snag no. me a limited print? So, li- <laughs> so literally, and and there's there's the line enforcers are literally looking at people like, hey, you got more than one print. It's one per person, Damn. right? So I'm literally trying to hold cover like the sides of the print so they don't see that I already have like two and two for each. And uh, as I'm walking out, I literally shout in the in the row of sections. I was like, hey, uh, if if none of you want this Batman print, I'll take it off your hands. Uh, one of my friends really wants one. They're all looking at me like, look at this weird fucking guy yelling at us, right? And they're pretty much all anime fans. And this girl's like, oh, yeah, you can have mine. And I'm like, nice. sweet. So she gives me her prints, and I'm like, sweet. I got I got Tom his print. Nice. And then uh, I had already left, and that's when that's when Trunks had hit me up about getting a print, and it was too late. Damn. I, I, he said it was like one person. Like, if anybody could do it, it's a legend. Um, and, uh, a minute late, a dog short. Yeah, a minute late. Oh. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, that was this year's. Does anyone have a pen? Right. <laughs> I literally shouted it loud. Hey, I do it for any one of y'all. <laughs> Risley's good people though. He's hooking me up too. Damn. Dude, hey, hey, dude, dude, I shit, Damn. I shit you not. Risley was front row at this panel with an art tube, literally asking everybody. Man, oh, this dude. guy was relentless. I gotta play it. I gotta play the game, man. I left my art tube. I left my art tube in the car, so I'm literally walking around holding these prints like as straight without trying to bend them. All of the booths were sold out of the um, hard sleeves in this size because I think it's like 16 by 20. And so nobody had tubes either. I mean, this is Sunday. You know, all the booths are sold out. And I'm like, fuck, I I have to hold these. I'm going to fucking ruin them. You know, these guys are going to be pissed. Right. (laughs) And so the Fox booth on the first day was giving out these um, these art tubes um, as promotional things. And I had one and I didn't want it because I already had one. So I threw it in the trash and I'm like, fuck, I really wish I had that tube on me. Right. And so I asked this guy, this random guy walking. I was like, hey, excuse me. Um, I got a a unusual question. I was like, are you going to use that art tube for anything? And he's like, "Uh, well, I kind of want the poster inside. I'm like, there's no poster inside. It's just an art tube. You know, so he opens it. He looks he looks inside. He's like, oh, shit, there's no poster. And I was like, yeah. He's like, so it's just a tube. I'm like, yep, just a tube. It was like, are you do you want it? And he's like, no, you can have it. So this guy gives me his art tube. Wow. And so I was able to secure the prints until I left on Sunday. Damn. And while Legend's just leaving the complex, some guy, like, didn't finish his slice of pizza. Like, hey, that slice of pizza right there. You finish I'll tell you what, man. No shame in my game. I was asking everybody for everything. You, you, you got hey, to get gotta, dirty, man. Like, yeah. I felt bad. These people are taking all these Bermejo prints. These qual- I mean, these are quality prints. Like, yeah. and none of... Sorry, yeah, little baby legend. Believe him. No, and nobody yeah. wanted it. Like they're rolling it up, like rubbing their fucking oh, chicken they, grease on it. Throw it out, you know, folding shit. it, yeah. putting it in their fucking um, fucking wiping their, their ass. Their Dooney and Burke shit. purses. Shout out Snyder. Fucking hell, man! Sound like a good one at SDCC this year. Right. Sure. Got got to meet Marini. Marini was there. I got both books signed. That's sick. He was he yeah. was so cool, man. Sorry, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. That's dope. <laughs> dope, man. I hope he comes to your Comic Con, man. Me too, man. Yeah, that'd be great to see him. Marini was uh, uh, in the near future. Uh, Enrico will be on the show. Oh, believe, oh, believe, Robin. He seemed, uh, he seemed real, real. Ha- like, 
I saw him walk around the con floor and I walked up to him and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say I love your work. You know, you did an amazing job with those two books. Probably one of my favorite Batman stories of the last several years. And he was like so gracious and thankful. He was super, super like, nice. Grazie, guy. grazie mille. Happy birthday, Papa. He's very, he's very interactive. Man, man. Like he's very interactive with, uh, with his fan base. Like yeah, but if he, you tag he's like an comment, overnight rock star. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's, it says uh, the beginning of his crossover into the North American market. So give him a few years of, uh, yeah. of being swarmed by people. and yeah. We'll never hear from him. <laughs> he'll, be like Sean, he'll be like Sean Murphy and Lee Bermejo, like Yeah, yeah like but that's fine. They only come on Bad Force Radio. That's true. Yeah. Believe us. That, that's crazy. Believe. Um, he'd be like, sorry for the bottom now I'm here. have to have Sean back on pretty soon. He's talking about uh, that announcement. Real quick. To wrap it up, that Batman the Damned promotional book mm. with no word bubbles. Yeah. That's pretty, uh, pretty dope. Circulated, man. That is dope as dope. You guys see uh, the, you guys get a chance to flip through that at your local comic shop? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize that it's, it's going to be, the actual book's going to be in that size. Yeah. That's a big mofo. That's like magazine, right? And and I think there's going to be a variant for each one, so you'll have an A and a B cover. How many uh how many issues Ask have they said? I think 6 issues. Wow. Oh, and uh I'm pretty sure it was going to be 3 issues. Let me check. I yeah, I was going to say 3 yeah. issues. Okay, well that yeah. that 6 well, I divide, got 6 then divided by the, 2. Yeah, 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 three yeah, 3 issues. Is, yeah. is what Gramps meant, divided by. Yeah. My question is is Gramps going to is Gramps gonna rub a little barbecue sauce on that motherfucker before cracking it open? I already, I already told the guy, put every one of them in the file. <laughs> Just throw it up. You told him throw it on the grill, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Believe we saw Azarello too. Azarello was chilling too at the uh, um, comics get our booth as well. He was just, dude, man, like it's That's San Diego is nuts because you just got legends sitting in Artist Alley with no one like even knowing who they are. Right, Azarello was randomly at the Sequential Essential booth, the Scott Snyder booth, sitting there. Um, and I oh, didn't have him, that was, I didn't have him on my yearbook either. And that was a great. I was like, hey, Azarello's there, and I just walk up and get my what? book signed. What? Where? Where? <laughs> He was back. Mm. He was awesome, man. Got him checked off my list. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he was going to be there. So uh, I, there I just asked him for a pick. William. Oh. Yeah, dude, New York is not that chill. So it was definitely a different yeah, vibe. New York's crazy. You know You know what? It is a different vibe now that I, you know, the way you guys explain STCC, like NYCC is really crazy, man. It's just, you know, it's big city, hustle and bustle. It's cold. Uh, people move them in and out through the panels, the cons, Artist Alley. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Uh, San Diego, yeah, most of the time, problems. a lot of these guys feel like they're on vacation because they're in San Diego, they're right so by warm. the water. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're in a kind of chill back, relaxed, laid back mode, and they're they're they're, they're walking late to panels and showing up late to shit because they're they're on like island time basically. It seems like. Mm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So for anyone who ever gets a chance to go to SDCC, which is not many. Oh yeah. Definitely take advantage of it and have fun because it's a. Uh, it sounds like a, a hell of an experience to do that con. I think we'll we're. Uh, next year. I, I think we're luring legends out to a fan expo next year. It sounds like. Mm, yeah, really? I, I might have to do that or uh, the one in uh, Dallas. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. this year would be some shit to do though, man. It's you know late in the game to plan it now, but. So, uh, Artist Alley is pretty fucking shit hot this year. 
Mm. Yeah, man. Hey, Robin, just to wrap up this portion, you got something to ask? Yeah, you know, even in the midst of all this Comic-Con craziness and Bruce Tim murdering people, you still have to just stop for a minute and wonder, where the fuck is the trunkler? Meow. This is Selena Kyle. Some call me Catwoman. And when I'm not pulling the perfect crime-snatching diamonds, along with Batman's heart all over Gotham, I'm curled up next to my kitty and listening to Bat Force Radio. (laughs) 